the gospel of matthew chapters five through ten from the twentieth century new testament this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by J. A. Carter, www.authenticlight.org. The Twentieth Century New Testament, by a company of about twenty scholars. The Gospel of Matthew, chapters 5 through 10. Chapter 5 On seeing the crowds of people, Jesus went up the hill, and when he had taken his seat, his disciples came up to him, and he began to teach them as follows. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are the mourners, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the gentle, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall find mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who have been persecuted in the cause of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people taunt you and persecute you and say everything evil about you untruly on my account. Be glad and rejoice, because your reward in heaven will be great, for so men persecuted the prophets who lived before you. It is you who are the salt of the earth. But if the salt should lose its strength, what will you use to restore its saltness? It is no longer good for anything, but is thrown away and trampled underfoot. It is you who are the light of the world. A town that stands on a hill cannot be hidden. Men do not light a lamp and put it under the corn measure, but on the lampstand, where it gives light to everyone in the house. Let your light so shine before the eyes of your fellow men that seeing your good actions they may praise your Father who is in heaven. Do not think that I have come to do away with the law or the prophets. I have not come to do away with them, but to complete them. For I tell you, until the heavens and the earth disappear, not even the smallest letter nor one stroke of a letter shall disappear from the law until all is done. Whoever therefore breaks one of these commandments, even the least of them, and teaches others to do so, will be the least esteemed in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever keeps them and teaches others to do so will be esteemed great in the kingdom of heaven. Indeed, I tell you that unless your religion is above that of the teachers of the law and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. You have heard that to our ancestors it was said, Thou shalt not commit murder, and whoever commits murder shall be liable to answer for it to the court. I, however, say to you that any one who cherishes anger against his brother shall be liable to answer for it to the court, and whoever pours contempt upon his brother shall be liable to answer for it to the high council, while whoever calls down curses upon him shall be liable to answer for it in the fiery pit. Therefore, when presenting your gift at the altar, if even there you remember that your brother has some grievance against you, leave your gift there, before the altar. Go and be reconciled to your brother first, then come and present your gift. Be ready to make friends with your opponent, even when you meet him on your way to the court, for fear that he should hand you over to the judge, and the judge to his officer, and you should be thrown into prison. 
I tell you, you will not come out until you have paid the last penny. You have heard that it was said, Thou shalt not commit adultery. I, however, say to you, that any one who looks at a woman with an impure intention has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye is a snare to you, take it out and throw it away. It would be best for you to lose one part of your body and not to have the whole of it thrown into the pit. And if your right hand is a snare to you, cut it off and throw it away. It would be best for you to lose one part of your body and not to have the whole of it go down to the pit. It was also said, let anyone who divorces his wife serve her with a notice of separation. I, however, say to you that anyone who divorces his wife, except on the ground of her unchastity, leads to her committing adultery, while anyone who marries her after her divorce is guilty of adultery. Again, you have heard that to our ancestors it was said, Thou shalt not break an oath, but thou shalt keep thine oaths as a debt due to the Lord. I, however, say to you, that you must not swear at all, either by heaven, since it is God's throne, or by the earth, since that is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, since that is the city of the great king. Nor should you swear by your head, since you cannot make a single hair either white or black. Let your words be simply yes or no. Anything beyond this comes from what is wrong. You have heard that it was said, An eye for an eye, and a tooth for a tooth. I, however, say to you, that you must not resist wrong, but if anyone strikes you on the right cheek, turn the other to him also. And when anyone wants to go to law with you, to take your coat, let him have your cloak as well. And if anyone compels you to go one mile, go two miles with him. Give to him who asks of you, and from him who wants to borrow from you, do not turn away. You have heard that it was said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor, and hate thy enemy. I, however, say to you, love your enemies, and pray for those who persecute you, that you may become sons of your Father who is in heaven. For he causes his Son to rise upon bad and good alike, and sends rain upon the righteous and upon the unrighteous. For if you love only those who love you, what reward will you have? Even the tax-gatherers do this. And if you show courtesy to your brothers only, what are you doing more than others? Even the Gentiles do this. You then must become perfect, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Chapter 6 Take care not to perform your religious duties in public in order to be seen by others. If you do, your Father who is in heaven has no reward for you. Therefore, when you do acts of charity, do not have a trumpet blown in front of you, as hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may be praised by others. There, I tell you, is their reward. But when you do acts of charity, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your charity may be secret, and your Father, who sees what is in secret, will recompense you. And when you pray, you are not to behave as hypocrites do. They like to pray standing in the synagogues and at the corners of the streets, that they may be seen by men. There, I tell you, is their reward. But when one of you prays, let him go into his own room, shut the door, and pray to his Father who dwells in secret. And his Father, who sees what is secret, will recompense him. When praying, do not repeat the same words over and over again, as is done by the Gentiles, who think that by using many words they will obtain a hearing. Do not imitate them, for God your Father knows what you need before you ask him. 
You, therefore, should pray thus. Our Father who art in heaven, may your name be held holy. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today the bread that we shall need, and forgive us our wrongdoings, as we have forgiven those who have wronged us. And take us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For if you forgive others their offenses, your heavenly Father will forgive you also. But if you do not forgive others their offenses, not even your Father will forgive your offenses. And when you fast, do not put on gloomy looks as hypocrites do, who disfigure their faces that they may be seen by men to be fasting. That, I tell you, is their reward. But when one of you fasts, let him anoint his head and wash his face, that he may not be seen by men to be fasting, but by his Father, who dwells in secret. And his Father, who sees what is secret, will recompense him. Do not store up treasures for yourselves on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up treasures for yourselves in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in or steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. The lamp of the body is the eye. If your eye is unclouded, your whole body will be lit up. But if your eye is diseased, your whole body will be darkened. And if the inner light is darkness, how intense must that darkness be? No one can serve two masters. For either he will hate one and love the other, or else he will attach himself to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. That is why I say to you, do not be anxious about your life here, what you can get to eat or drink, nor yet about your body, what you can get to wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than its clothing? Look at the wild birds. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more precious than they? But which of you, by being anxious, can prolong his life a single moment? And why be anxious about clothing? Study the wild lilies, and how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you that even Solomon, in all his splendor, was not robed like one of these. If God so clothes even the grass of the field, which is living today and tomorrow will be thrown into the oven, will not he much more clothe you, O men of little faith? Do not then ask anxiously, What can we get to eat, or what can we get to drink, or what can we get to wear? All these are the things for which the nations are seeking, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But first seek his kingdom and the righteousness that he requires and then all these things will be added for you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own anxieties. Every day has trouble enough of its own. Chapter 7 Do not judge that you may not be judged, for just as you judge others, you will yourselves be judged, and the measure that you meet will be meted out to you. And why do you look at the straw in your brother's eye, while you pay no attention at all to the beam in yours. How will you say to your brother, let me take out the straw from your eye, when all the time there is a beam in your own? Hypocrite! Take out the beam from your own eye first, and then you will see clearly how to take out the straw from your brother's. Do not give what is sacred to dogs, 
nor yet throw your pearls before pigs, lest they should trample them under their feet, and then turn and attack you. Ask, and your prayer shall be granted. Search, and you shall find. Knock, and the door shall be opened to you. For he that asks receives, he that searches finds, and to him that knocks the door shall be opened. Who among you, when his son asks him for a loaf, will give him a stone, or when he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, wicked though you are, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give what is good to those that ask him? Do to others whatever you would wish them to do to you, for that is the teaching of both the law and the prophets. Go in by the small gate. Broad and spacious is the road that leads to destruction, and those who go in by it are many, for small is the gate, and narrow the road that leads to life, and those that find it are few. Beware of false teachers, men who come to you in the guise of sheep, but at heart they are ravenous wolves. By the fruit of their lives you will know them. Do people gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? So, too, every sound tree bears good fruit, while a worthless tree bears bad fruit. A sound tree cannot produce bad fruit, nor can a worthless tree bear good fruit. Every tree that fails to bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Hence it is by the fruit of their lives that you will know such men. Not everyone who says to me, Master, Master, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. On that day many will say to me, Master, Master, was it not in your name that we taught, and in your name that we drove out demons, and in your name that we did many miracles? And then I will say to them plainly, I never knew you. Go from my presence, you who live in sin. Everyone, therefore, that listens to this teaching of mine and acts upon it may be compared to a prudent man who built his house upon the rock. The rain poured down, the rivers rose, the winds blew and beat upon that house, but it did not fall, for its foundations were upon the rock. And every one that listens to this teaching of mine and does not act upon it may be compared to a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain poured down, the rivers rose, the winds blew and struck against that house, and it fell, and great was its downfall. By the time that Jesus had finished speaking, the crowd was filled with amazement at his teaching, for he taught them like one who had authority, and not like the teachers of the law. Chapter 8 When Jesus had come down from the hill, great crowds followed him. And he saw a leper who came up and bowed to the ground before him, and said, Master, if only you are willing, you are able to make me clean. Stretching out his hand, Jesus touched him, saying as he did so, I am willing. Become clean. Instantly, he was made clean from his leprosy. And then Jesus said to him, Be careful not to say a word to anyone, but go and show yourself to the priest, and offer the gift directed by Moses, as evidence of your cure. After Jesus had entered Capernaum, a captain in the Roman army came up to him, entreating his help. Sir, he said, my manservant is lying ill at my house with a stroke of paralysis and is suffering terribly. I will come and cure him, answered Jesus. Sir, the captain went on, I am unworthy to receive you under my roof, but only speak, and my manservant will be cured. 
for i myself am a man under the orders of others with soldiers under me and if i say to one of them go he goes and to another come he comes and to my slave do this and he does it jesus was surprised to hear this and said to those who were following him never i tell you in any israelite have i met with such faith as this yes and many will come in from east and west and take their places beside abraham isaac and jacob in the kingdom of heaven while the heirs to the kingdom will be banished into the darkness outside there there will be weeping and grinding of teeth then jesus said to the captain go now and it shall be according to your faith and the man was cured that very hour when jesus went into peter's house he saw peter's mother-in-law prostrated with fever on his taking her hand the fever left her and she rose and began to wait upon him in the evening the people brought to jesus many who were possessed by demons and he drove out the spirits with a word and cured all who were ill in fulfillment of these words in the prophet isaiah he took our infirmities on himself and bore the burden of our diseases seeing a crowd round him jesus gave orders to go across and a teacher of the law came up to him and said teacher i will follow you wherever you go foxes have holes answered jesus and wild birds their roosting places but the son of man has nowhere to lay his head master said another who was a disciple let me first go and bury my father but jesus answered follow me and leave the dead to bury their dead then he got into the boat followed by his disciples suddenly so great a storm came on upon the sea that the waves broke right over the boat but jesus was asleep and the disciples came and roused him master they cried save us we are lost why are you so timid he said o men of little faith then jesus rose and rebuked the winds and the sea and a great calm followed men were amazed and exclaimed what kind of man is this that even the winds and the sea obey him and on getting to the other side the country of the gadarenes jesus met two men who were possessed by demons coming out of the tombs they were so violent that no one was able to pass that way suddenly they shrieked out what do you want with us son of god have you come here to torment us before our time a long way off there was a drove of many pigs feeding and the foul spirits began begging jesus if you drive us out send us into the drove of pigs go he said the spirits came out and entered the pigs and the whole drove rushed down the steep slope into the sea and died in the water at this the men who tended them ran away and went to the town carrying the news of all that had occurred and of what had happened to the possessed men at the news the whole town went out to meet jesus and when they saw him they entreated him to go away from their neighborhood chapter nine afterwards jesus got into a boat and crossing over came to his own city and there some people brought to him a paralyzed man on a bed when jesus saw their faith he said to the man courage child your sins are forgiven then some of the teachers of the law said to themselves this man is blaspheming knowing their thoughts jesus exclaimed why do you cherish such wicked thoughts which i ask is the easier to say your sins are forgiven or to say get up and walk about but that you may know that the son of man has power on earth to forgive sins 
Then he said to the paralyzed man, Get up, take up your bed, and return to your home. The man got up and went to his home. When the crowd saw this, they were awestruck and praised God for giving such power to men. As Jesus went along, he saw a man called Matthew sitting in the tax office and said to him, Follow me. Matthew got up and followed him. And later on, when he was at table in the house, a number of tax-gatherers and outcasts came in and took their places at table with Jesus and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw this, they said to his disciples, Why does your teacher eat in the company of tax-gatherers and outcasts? On hearing this, Jesus said, It is not those who are in health that need a doctor, but those who are ill. Go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice. For I did not come to call the religious, but the outcast. Then John's disciples came to Jesus and asked, Why do we and the Pharisees fast while your disciples do not? Jesus answered, Can the bridegroom's friends mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them? But the days will come when the bridegroom will be parted from them, and they will fast then. No man ever puts a piece of unshrunk cloth on an old garment for such a patch tears away from the garment, and a worse rent is made. Nor do people put new wine into old wineskins, for if they do, the skins burst, and the wine runs out, and the skins are lost. But they put new wine into fresh skins, and so both are preserved. While Jesus was saying this, a president of a synagogue came up and bowed to the ground before him. My daughter, he said, has just died, but come and place your hand on her and she will be restored to life. So Jesus rose and followed him, and his disciples went also. But meanwhile, a woman who had been suffering from hemorrhage for twelve years came up behind him and touched the tassel of his cloak. If I only touch his cloak, she said to herself, I shall get well. Turning and seeing her, Jesus said, Courage, daughter, your faith has delivered you. And the woman was delivered from her malady from that very hour. When Jesus reached the president's house, seeing the flute-players and a number of people all in confusion, he said, Go away. The little girl is not dead. She is asleep. They began to laugh at him. But when the people had been sent out, Jesus went in and took the little girl's hand, and she rose. The report of this spread throughout all that part of the country. As Jesus was passing on from there, he was followed by two blind men who kept calling out, Take pity on us, son of David. When he had gone indoors, the blind men came up to him, and Jesus asked them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? Yes, master, they answered. Upon that he touched their eyes and said, It shall be according to your faith. Then their eyes were opened. Jesus sternly cautioned them, See that no one knows of it, he said. But the men went out and spread the news about him throughout all that part of the country. Just as they were going out, some people brought up to Jesus a dumb man who was possessed by a demon. And as soon as the demon had been driven out, the dumb man spoke. The people were astonished at this and exclaimed, Nothing like this has ever been seen in Israel. But the Pharisees said, He drives out the demons by the help of the chief of the demons. Jesus went round all the towns and the villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, and curing every kind of disease and every kind of sickness.
but when he saw the crowds his heart was moved with compassion for them because they were distressed and harassed like sheep without a shepherd and he said to his disciples the harvest is abundant but the laborers are few therefore pray to the owner of the harvest to send laborers to gather in his harvest chapter ten calling his twelve disciples to him jesus gave them authority over foul spirits so that they could drive them out as well as the power of curing every kind of disease and every kind of sickness the names of the twelve apostles are these first simon also known as peter and his brother andrew james the son of zebediah and his brother john philip and bartholomew thomas and matthew the tax-gatherer james the son of alphaeus and thaddeus simon the zealot and judas iscariot the apostle who betrayed him these twelve jesus sent out as his messengers after giving them these instructions do not go to the gentiles nor enter any samaritan town but make your way rather to the lost sheep of israel and on your way proclaim that the kingdom of heaven is at hand cure the sick raise the dead make the lepers clean drive out demons you have received free of cost give free of cost do not provide yourselves with gold or silver or pence in your purses not even with a bag for the journey or a change of clothes or sandals or even a staff for the worker is worth his food whatever town or village you visit find out who is worthy in that place and remain there till you leave as you enter the house greet it then if the house is worthy let your blessing rest upon it but if it is unworthy let your blessing return upon yourselves if no one welcomes you or listens to what you have to say as you leave that house or that town shake off its dust from your feet i tell you the doom of the land of sodom and gomorrah will be more bearable in the day of judgment than the doom of that town remember i am sending you out as my messengers like sheep among wolves so be as wise as serpents and as blameless as doves be on your guard against your fellow men for they will betray you to courts of law and scourge you in their synagogues and you will be brought before governors and kings for my sake that you may witness for me before them and the nations whenever they betray you do not be anxious as to how you shall speak or what you shall say for what you shall say will be given you at the moment for it will not be you who speak but the spirit of your father that speaks within you brother will betray brother to death and the father his child and children will turn against their parents and cause them to be put to death and you will be hated by everyone on account of my name yet the man that endures to the end shall be saved but when they persecute you in one town escape to the next for i tell you you will not have come to the end of the towns of israel before the son of man comes a scholar is not above his teacher nor a servant above his master it is enough for a scholar to be treated like his teacher and a servant like his master if the head of the house has been called beelzebub how much more the members of his household do not therefore be afraid of them there is nothing concealed which will not be revealed nor anything hidden which will not become known what i tell you in the dark say again in the light and what is whispered in your ear proclaim upon the housetops and do not be afraid of those who kill the body but are unable to kill the soul 
Rather, be afraid of him who is able to destroy both soul and body in the pit. Are not two sparrows sold for a halfpenny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground without your father's knowledge, while as for you the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not therefore be afraid. You are of more value than many sparrows. Everyone, therefore, who shall acknowledge me before his fellow men, I too will acknowledge before my Father who is in heaven. But if anyone disowns me before his fellow men, I too will disown him before my Father who is in heaven. Do not imagine that I have come to bring peace upon the earth. I have come to bring not peace, but the sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, and a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies will be the members of his own household. He who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me, and he who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And the man who does not take his cross and follow in my steps is not worthy of me. He who has found his life will lose it, while he who for my sake has lost his life shall find it. He who welcomes you is welcoming me, and he who welcomes me is welcoming him who sent me as his messenger. He who welcomes a prophet because he is a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward, and he who welcomes a good man because he is a good man shall receive a good man's reward. And if anyone gives but a cup of cold water to one of these lowly ones because he is a disciple, I tell you that he shall assuredly not lose his reward. End of chapters 5 through 10